You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you but I remember going to my neurosurgeon and he walked in and just looked at me and he's like, you're a miracle. Like there, there's no explaining. Like he couldn't explain why I was sitting there. I got really lucky with the injuries that I had, um, especially the brain injury. It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. Cruising into the power zone. Clipping, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know. What's it all about? Everything you need. It's all the clip out. Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 114. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi. Hi, we made it through another week. Yes. Here we are. I know. So, uh, I don't know. I don't have any witty banter here. Insert witty banter here. (laughs) Make insertion joke here. What? You're out of witty banter. Oh, dear. I feel on the spot. Is this, does this, do we need to have a prenup agreement about like not having witty banter? Because I definitely am in this relationship due to your humor. So, well, we're already married. So the pre part of your nup. Oh, but they have post nups. You can do that now too. Yeah, that's just dumb. (laughs) Why would you agree to that? Why would anybody agree to a post nup? I don't know. They do them. They do, but with really dumb people. And we are <laughs> well, not that. No, we're not. But I think there are valid reasons to do a post-nup. <laughs> uh, so uh, what do you have in store for people this week? I have like all these odds and ends. There's just a whole bunch of little things. There's a ton. I don't mean little importance. I just mean that they're they're kind of short to talk about. We gotcha. don't have like a big topic. Ooh, they're like nuggets. <laughs> We all know how much I love nuggets. We do. We do. Your eyes are all lit up talking about nuggets. (laughs) It's Peloton. None of them are going to be fried. (laughs) No. (laughs) Maybe we could put them in an air fryer for you. Okay. So you're not going to give any teases. It's just lots of little house cleaning. There's going to be lots of stuff about the instructors. uh, Some things going on out in San Francisco we got to talk about. There's new videos to talk about. Uh, There's a Peloton adjacent person that was... In, featured somewhere that we need to talk about. Okay. There was a new review done. 
there was another collection that hit the boutique. And then then there's just a couple of odds and ends, as we would say, housekeeping things. Okay. Well, I guess before we get to that, shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts where you can go there, rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, we had quite a few uh, nice reviews come in this week, so that was nice. Yes, it was. Um, and here is a new review. Yay! It's from That Paco. I know who that is. Okay. And they say... Love it. All <laughs> things Peloton condensed into one weekly podcast. Crystal jumps into the OPP so you don't have to. Thank you. Yes, thank you. And uh, also don't forget, you can find us on the Facebook at facebook.com slash the clip out. You can uh, find like our page and join the group and stay up to date on things throughout the week or talk back and forth with us. Who knows? <laughs> but all sorts of stuff. Goes on over there So uh, there There's all that I guess uh, Let's dig in Shall we Sure It's time For news Of the Peloton Housekeeping item Number one (laughs) Where are we starting Uh, San Francisco That's not really A housekeeping item Oh, sorry. <laughs> and so I was like, where are you jumping to on no. this list? I, well, you don't have them labeled, so <laughs> I'm just taking a shot in the dark. Well, you should be paying attention to what is going on in San Francisco because next week on July 17th, Jess Sims and Bex Gentry will be in San Francisco at the Walnut Creek Showroom. They're going to be there from 6 to 9, and they're going to be doing a talk about running journeys and how they're different for everyone. Um, and this is basically kind of gearing up for the San Francisco Marathon. <laughs> I just think of how hilly that city is Yeah, that's true that That's a good point awful <laughs> I wonder how they map the runs Because the streets are so windy Like one block is the equivalent of like Four regular blocks Because <laughs> you're all twisting back and forth And it's like it, It's like there's an actual street there Called Lower Intestine Because that's what it looks like <laughs> I guess we could pull up the marathon route Sure And see But I don't know if it's on any of those big hills Or in the intestines Okay So uh, we will have to see if anybody from the Peloton community Reaches out to us and tells us what that's like But you might remember that they the Peloton also went to the Boston Marathon And had kind of a, a whole thing going on They presented a few talks They had cheering booth A cheering section at the Boston Marathon And then they had like a tent afterwards So they're doing all that again But they're doing it this time in San Francisco which is the first time they've ever done anything that on that scale. Gotcha. So on July 20th, they're going to have a Make Your Mark event. Now, it doesn't say where it is, so I'm not sure. It's somewhere in San Francisco, okay. obviously. That seems like a safe bet. But the Make Your Mark refers to your shoes. So you can take your shoes in and get customized. And then on the 26th through the 28th, there's going to be an on-track cheer house, which is at AT&T Park. So you can cheer for all of your favorite runners as they run by. Okay. And then also that weekend, the 26th and the 27th, there's going to be a marathon weekend expo and Peloton will be there on Marina Boulevard. And on the 27th, they're having their own run. It's called the Shakeout Run. Ooh, chocolate shakes? No. Oh. <laughs> like a shakeout to get ready for your marathon. Oh, that's you know? misleading on their part. <laughs> well, I thought this was cool because this is very similar to what they did at Homecoming. They had that big Peloton run. Right. And that's what they're doing. It's a shakeout run. Also interesting is that they teamed up with Outdoor Voices for this event. And we'll hear more about Outdoor Voices a little bit later. But they are going to be doing that run at 555 Hayes Street 
if you're in San Francisco and so inclined. Awesome. Lots of great stuff going on. Just don't leave your heart there. And I also have to say that all of these events, they have pictures that they took from the Peloton run at homecoming that they're using as the marketing for it. So So I don't know what to make of this next thing. It says Oliver Cookie Club, but after the whole (laughs) shakeout fiasco wasn't about shakes. What's going on here? Teach you how to clear out your browser or something? (laughs) No, it really is about cookies. Are they going to be like weirdo healthy cookies? I mean, there are healthy attributes to them, yes. But but he makes all kinds of different cookies. But he puts like a healthy spin on the cookie. Like, here's a chocolate chip cookie next to a piece of parsley. <laughs> no, I think he oh. changes up the ingredients so it's a different kind of flour and a different kind of, you know, chocolate and that kind of thing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you look really disappointed. I'm really thinking back to the good old days of Chris Merrill donuts. <laughs> Well, if you would like to, Tom, Ollie has a whole pl- a whole thing. You can actually submit a cookie recipe, and it might be chosen. You never know. Oreo. Well, you have to submit the recipe. Oh, you can't just say a brand. <laughs> well, that that is a recipe. No, it's not. <laughs> Oreo. <laughs> You're a little cookie monster. <laughs> Well, at any rate, the next Cookie Club is also on July 17th at 7 p.m. Eastern. And you can go ahead and submit your recipes now. And uh, then Oliver will consider them and make his choice wisely of what he's going to cook live. So they had the big all-for-one ride. Yeah. Ride, run, yoga. Yeah. And uh, people were very excited about it But there's like a cool little video they put out of it Yeah, they did And it's uh, it's like a behind the scenes kind of thing So It's like it's... when you watch the We Are The World video when you were a kid <laughs> Yes And you see them all showing up in their limos <laughs> It's exactly like that, yeah. yeah I didn't see any instructors get out of a limo though But it did show it did show them being filmed And it did, uh, it did have kind of like a voiceover of what the instructors thought about the process and how it was like what the energy was like and all that I was curious and they didn't address this in the video like who was in the studio when they were making the videos because they were all on demand so like who got lucky and got to be in the studio when all those were filmed because it wasn't on the schedule that that's what they were doing oh gotcha so I don't know if it was Peloton employees or if it was just like they went and pulled random people out of the uh, front room where you always sit you know the waiting room good thing I wasn't there that day (laughs) (laughs) an awkward yeah, that wasn't a restorative yoga. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I don't know how they did that. I, I would be curious to find out. I loved the all for one run um, and I loved the all for one ride. I have not taken the yoga yet, but out of all of these little things that happened, um, I have to say that Maddie's lobster story was my favorite. I don't want to ruin it for people, but it was really, really funny. If they haven't taken it, I don't want to ruin it for them. Right. The energy, I thought, was still good. People were concerned about it because they were going to be on demand. But I will say that some of the instructors, the pairings, they felt a little forced. Like, they were reading a script. Yeah. You know? Like award show banter. Yeah, it was a little like that. You know? It was like, so, Robin? I'm, and I don't even know if this was one of them. I'm not yeah. picking on whoever <laughs> was talking to Robin. I was just at random saying that. Like, so what are your plans for Fourth of July? What are you going to do? And then they were like inviting each other places. And it just sounded kind of stilted and awkward gotcha i guess i need uh fresh writers for coming and do that yeah i think you know when when i told you about my my initial reaction to it i remember you saying well this that's not really a skill they're used to they're not used yeah. to sharing the stage with people that is true like the, like 
they when you become an instructor like that, I don't think you ever envision that you would have to teach a class with a partner. Yeah, you know, and so it'd be hard because they would be like asking a question. They'd be like, "Okay, but we're gonna uh, we're gonna go for that next interval," and so the person would be trying to answer, and they'd be like, "Hang on, we got to speed up now." <laughs> so it was a little awkward with the timing. If they only do it once a year, it's kind of understandable that it's not going to go as smoothly as possible. Right, it's not a skill set they really have a place to develop. Exactly. They should hire Bruce Valanche. <laughs> I don't get that. <laughs> oh, he's the the guy that would write all the jokes for the Oscars for years. Oh, okay. He would sit. He would sit back there and like write jokes on the fly to hand them to like riff on things that happen in the moment. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, they could do that. Uh, also, my my second favorite moment of the ride slash run because I'm just kind of lumping them together. Sure, was uh, when Jen Sherman and uh, Dennis Morton were both on the bikes, and Jen Sherman was like, "We got the best hair game in Peloton." <laughs> that really cracked me up because they both had their hair down for the gotcha. ride. It was just a flowing. It was really funny. Past guest and show dietitian. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Claire Shorenstein was uh, featured in a cool article. She was, and uh, Claire had. Has like uh, her own Instagram and business called uh, Eat for Endurance, and so that's how you can find her. But and so whenever you go to this article, it says both like that's her name, and then it has the name of her business. Gotcha. So I wanted to make sure and mention both. But she was listed in this Map My Run article, and it was all about how much more water do runners need in the summertime. And so then it talks about how people have all these different things that you hear, like everybody should have sixty four ounces, or I think a couple years ago they were like women need. 90 ounces and men need 120 ounces and she was talking about like yeah that's great that's a great goal but that's not not everybody can do that because everybody has different sweat rates everybody has different physical activity levels and of course they're different heights and they're different weights and everything is different so the best way to do it is to take your weight in pounds and divide it by two and that gives you the number of ounces that you should aim to drink per day and then uh, she also talked about you know keep in mind that as you're sweating uh, you're not just losing fluid but also salt so when you do drink water runners want to make sure that they replace the electrolytes either with sports drink slash tablet powder or pretzels (laughs) or a post-run food and water (laughs) (laughs) it it was a good article and it was it had a lot of good tips for running the summer so if you're going to be doing a lot of activity outside you should probably take a look at that and if you're looking for that you can find it at uh, facebook.com slash the clubhout you can so pop sugar i feel like this is another bait and switch (laughs) are you just picking things to irritate me (laughs) to be like make me think it's going to be some delicious topic yes tom that is exactly what i'm doing oh john foley appeared on pop tarts this week (laughs) oh no that's a new brand of granola bars Doesn't have anything to do with Pop-Tarts Well, the name is Pop Sugar, not Pop-Tarts Although I get the similarity that's, Pop and Sugar Yeah, that's fair yeah. That's fair Well, it's it's a website dedicated to I don't even know what they're dedicated to But this particular one was on Pop Sugar Fitness okay. So this, this specifically was a fitness website Gotcha And they featured a workout from Emma Lovewell And it was a bunch of Core exercises And it kind of goes through Why they're so effective And how you should Do them to Maximize the benefit So I thought it was great To see another instructor Featured Even if it is A website that Apparently is about A pop tart According to Tom <laughs> <laughs> But you, you're, you are Seeing more and more Of that As, they, as yes. Peloton kind of 
captures the zeitgeist. Yes. The instructors are popping up and just in more and varied locations. Definitely. I find that fascinating to watch their rise to stardom. Yeah. That's not a piece of sugar or candy. I know. Telegraph.uk.co. I'm trying to figure out how I can turn that into food, but I, I can't. You could... Telegraph food? <laughs> I don't think I can. But they had a review of, uh, or a side by side comparison of Peloton versus Zwift. Yes. Now, are you familiar with Zwift? No. Okay. I'm, if you don't use it, I've never heard of it if it involves exercise. Yeah, that's, that's fair. Uh, that makes sense. Okay. So Zwift is like you take my outdoor bike, okay? Okay. And you put it on. A trainer, which we saw at at the bike store. Do you remember it was yeah, set up like in front was, of that screen, like a giant screen? And yes, so you can like make your bike stationary, but then it shows you a video, so you feel like you're doing something. Bam! Okay, bingo. And so it's very video game driven for people. They really like it because you can see your own stats. Because the thing that you put your bike on, it, it also has sensors on it, so it tells the computer how fast you're going, okay. and like it increases the resistance, so it'll like push against the wheels to make it harder to. Pedal. Gotcha. So, because of those two things, when you're watching the screen, it feels simulated. And because of that, you are literally racing against other people okay. who are doing the same thing in their own homes. Okay. So, I'm, I'm going to go out and live and say, that sounds kind of cool. Yeah. I, I, I agree. It does yeah. sound kind of cool. Now, for me, first of all, spending the money on the trainer, it, no, I'm not right. spending another $600 on something. Like, right. I don't do it enough. There are plenty of people that it's an outdoor sport and they love it and it is great for them. That yeah. makes total sense. I just like, normally when you have these like Peloton versus this, it's like... Peloton versus this janky bike we found at Dollar Tree. Well, I was just saying that like this comparison now now you got a fight on your hands. Yeah. Right? Like this like this sounds interesting. I'm I'm interested to know where they landed. Well, that's a great question. And and so remember that you're gonna be using an outdoor bike. Okay. Right. So it kind of depends. If you're if you're me, this isn't price this is not cost effective. But right. if you're a person who rides all the time, that is a completely different scenario. Um, especially outdoors is what I mean. Right. So for me, I would have to take my road bike and put it on the trainer. So you know how much I spend on the road mm-hmm. bike and that is a low end entry right, right. level yes. road bike. And thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need that anything more than that. But then you also have to buy the trainer which is another five or six hundred dollars depending on what brand and all that that you buy okay so that's bottom line what you're spending right now the other thing is that if as you're using the trainer uh it some people say that well i think this is common knowledge it's just i don't know that much about what i'm talking about so i don't want to get everybody upset right but people say that because you're using a trainer it's not really on the road so like you're kind of messing with all the components of your bike you're putting wear and tear on it okay so if you only have one bike like i do and you want if you were wanting to keep it for a long time, that may not be the best so thing. So now you almost want to go buy a second bike, which is what people do. Gotcha. And so then you have like an indoor trainer bike and an outdoor bike, and so that is more money, right? <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> so I mean, it just kind of depends on how you want to use it. Now the cool thing about it is you could pick up that trainer and take it any 
anywhere because you already have a bike rack. Right. So you could just pick up the trainer and literally travel with it anywhere and work out in a hotel room or work out at your parents' house or whatever. That's the great news. Right. But the downside of it is that it doesn't look as pretty as Peloton because it's your road bike. And if you literally brought it in off the road, you might have debris on it. You might have mud on it. That's fair. You know? So all those things are kind of coming in the house with you. Right. So if you don't have a dedicated bike to that, that's the downside. So having said all that, basically, if your only concern was price, they kind of lean toward the bike and the trainer. I disagree because an entry-level bike isn't that much less than a Peloton, especially when you tack on a trainer. Right. But that's. But then they also said, you can't go wrong with a Peloton because of how easy it is and anybody in your family can use it. Mm, like when you have a road bike, you're the only one using that road bike. Yeah, you don't want anybody else messing with it. But even thing. if you wanted to, you can't because you're fitted for your bike. Oh, okay. Like, you know, you remember how I had to sit there? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. So like you couldn't just hop on my bike and the kids couldn't just yeah. hop I was going bike. to, but I can't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was stopping you. That was the sole reason. But the Peloton, you can adjust the settings for right. whatever works. So the, he was saying, like, for ease of use, easy for the whole family, and it looking a lot better, even with the price, he would go with the Peloton. Look at that. I know. Hooray, more new clothes. Yes. So I, I do have a little bit of a bright side for you. Okay. You this, don't like them. This wasn't my cup of tea. Okay. I really didn't like it. And and not like I hated it. Just yeah. like it wasn't like I got to have it. Right. But there's a great reason for that. And the, the reason is it was... It was the colors were a little more muted than what I'm used to. And they seemed more like fall colors to me because there was like gray and blue and like a dark blue and then like a really dark forest green. And those are very much fall colors to me. They didn't scream summer. So this was an outdoor voices collection. And so you might remember from earlier when I was saying that they were teaming up, that Peloton was teaming up with outdoor voices in San Francisco for the shakeout run. Yes. So this is the same company. And uh, this is the first time that Peloton has collaborated with outdoor voices and uh, the sizing you know we've been talking about what's going on in the boutique for sizing it does not go above an extra large for men or for women so whatever your preferences are on that that may be an issue for you also uh, gray tends to I feel like I just look like a sweaty mess in gray (laughs) like I don't have I'm so I'm so pale (laughs) that (laughs) like gray just washes out on me it's not a it's not a good look so I'd have to go with the darker colors, but those were fall. So I didn't get anything. Gotcha. So you should be happy. Thank you, Peloton. <laughs> but that stands to reason too. There are all sorts of different people exactly. that use Peloton, and if if it's if you like everything they put out, then then. Somebody's not liking Somebody's anything. Somebody's not liking anything, one would think. So it stands to reason. It does. And I, I saw s- several people post uh, in the clipout group that they loved it and they were excited and they bought everything. So, like, clearly it's a me thing, you know, and that's okay. Yeah. You know, I don't, but I, I did think it was interesting that one of our uh, listeners, Lauren Loomis, she sent me an article, I guess you'd say, or a little tidbit in a newsletter that she gets about retail. I think it's the industry that she works in. And so this is all about outdoor voices doing teaming up with Peloton. Okay. And so they talked about why they chose to do a 12 item capsule collection with Peloton. Because then they would get a 30-day Peloton free trial in return. Outdoor Voices people do. So that's kind of interesting. Oh, okay. And they basically said, you know what? It's branding 101. Because if you team up with another brand that's really popular, then it's going to increase awareness for both. And to that point, several people have remarked to me they had never heard of Outdoor Voices before. Now, I had because people that I am friends with had liked it. But I only buy workout clothes if it's Peloton. Because if I'm going to spend that money, I might as well wait for Peloton. Sure. (laughs) 
<laughs> so then they said that they have been doing uh, brand partnerships. They've already done one with Madewell, and they did some neon sneakers with Hoka. They said it's not just about products, though, because what they're also trying to do is kind of increase the awareness about lifestyle. So another thing that's interesting about this particular clothing items is that they were all shot with the dogs of the instructors. So <laughs> it featured... Olivia Amato and Jess Sims from the Tread and they both had their dogs with them and so it was kind of like all the shoot was about the active lifestyle and hanging out with your friends and how comfortable the clothes were like it was kind of creating this imagery that that goes a little deeper than what I think that Peloton has done before gotcha so that's why you didn't want any because there was no Luther there was no Luther yeah that probably is it it makes sense yeah it makes sense you're like if they're if they're not using Maddie's dog I'm out. I mean, why didn't they use Maddie's dog <laughs> or Rebecca Kennedy's dog? Oh my God, they're both gorgeous. Maybe they're saving it for round two. That's a good point, Tom. You make a good point. They can't have all the dogs in one shot. Right. Got to spread it out. Maybe that's it. Um, people should also keep in mind the stronger you thing we've got going on. Oh moment. yeah, definitely throughout the whole month of July. Right, and so uh, they're they're offering a special discount for clip out. Listeners, yes, they if you, are. If you were in the group, correct, and you use the code Clipout Seven, did I get right? You did. Uh, <laughs> you can save ten percent on any of the packages. So, right. like whether you do twelve weeks or six months or a whole year, you get ten percent off the whole thing. Yeah. So if you've been on the fence, and we just you know Crystal's been doing it, it's it's been she's been very pleased with the results, as have I. <laughs> and uh, and so people were asking us about it, and so we thought, oh, we'll we'll do this thing. So it's over there, and if that. Didn't all stick in your head uh, The info's up at Facebook.com Slash the clip out Yes it is And if for some reason You can't find it Feel free to reach out to me I've had other people reach out Not a big deal Totally But you also have to be A member of the group So Correct. if you If you want to do it And you're not a member of the group Just go join the group And then you'll be good You're all set So if you like the John Mills GIFs Or if you prefer GIFs It's GIFs I know <laughs> Let's not start a riot No <laughs> So if, if you like the Gone Mills GIFs <laughs> Did I get that right? No Now I'm all spun around <laughs> He has more of them He does Let's just let's You know what Let's just say Movable JPEGs Okay Okay, okay That's a good idea <laughs> That's way easier Yes Way easier <laughs> Yeah he does So uh, you can follow John at, at Run Lift and Live And there are more Pillow Parody gifts Available So you can find those By searching for Run Lift and Live Or Pillow Parody They're hilarious So definitely do yourself A favor and go find those And when some idiot Acts up on OPP Or you just want to Congratulate someone They work for either That's yeah. the beauty of them They, they work for any Pillow situation <laughs> Sometimes not a Pillow situation <laughs> <laughs> Planet Fitness has a new commercial out Yes Which was fascinating So yeah, the commercial is well, it's, Oh, riding a bike at home is awful And you want to go to the gym And, and get out of the house and, and what the lady's like Buried in her in her laundry room And the bike's like right next to the washing machine And, and it's, it's like a stacked washer and dryer So the washer's on top of the dryer And it's like vibrating so hard It's like falling off And she's trying to catch the washer While she's yeah. on the bike like, honey, you got bigger issues than where your bike's at. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it reminds me of, of those compilation videos 
of people from infomercials where they're like, do you have trouble getting bowls down? And they're like, ah, and then like a million bowls fall on them. That's exactly. It was totally like that, except they were dead serious. <laughs> and, but uh, and so it's it's just kind of funny to watch. But it it's also, I think, fascinating for what it says must be happening to the gym world that absolutely that they feel that they have to address it like they i mean they had to and there's no doubt it's effect it's it's targeted at peloton absolutely i mean the bike in the ad has a screen on it i mean it's not a peloton but it clearly has a screen on it it is directed at peloton yes <laughs> it, it's yeah it's it's a direct shot at peloton yeah they even use the same music like not the same exact music Peloton uses because that would be like you got to license it, right? Yeah. But like it has that same vibe to it, right? Well, and then this isn't the first time they've done that because they had an April first video that was more just like a, a parody video of like it was a stationary bike that moves you, and it was like a stationary bike that also moved, and it was kind of funny, but it was also done in a way that was like an obvious parody of Peloton commercials because it had that kind of whispery voice of like you know with the. The inspirational kind of like you know I don't know move into your home yeah you know yeah it it it, it was clearly modeled after so after a Peloton commercial so obviously gyms are feeling the heat yeah clearly and it, it's funny too because when they get to the gym they flash the gym and the people are like looking around like oh this is so great and I'm like no it's not I you just had to drive out of your way right you just had to go fight for a parking spot and now you're not on this some- commercial because there was only like two people in that gym which is very telling <laughs> true <laughs> and whenever you get on the machine you don't know who used it you don't know what dirt they and filth they put everywhere so unless you use the hand sanitizer before before you even got on, you got to deal with all that too. So, I mean, they're just—they're not being very realistic. No, it's not going to work, guys. So, if there are any uh, business owners out there, just mm-hmm. real quick, thought we'd throw this out. We're working on a thing. Yes, we don't want to say more than that. Right, we're just working on a thing. And and yeah, so if you're a small business owner <laughs> that has a product, maybe shoot Crystal a message. Yes, to see if what you have fits with the thing that we're working on. We're not asking you for money. Yes, definitely. Just Never ask clear. for money. Yeah. <laughs> we might ask for stuff. But we're not asking for money. But we're not for asking money. for money. So it's not, this isn't a ploy to, to try and pull money out of your pocket. No, not so, at all. Uh, but we're working on a thing and we could use some other things. So if you have some things, email us and we'll talk about things. Yes. Does that make sense? It made sense to me. I can't imagine it made sense <laughs> to anyone else. But... If you're, I guess if I get a message, we'll find out. Yeah, that's a good way to go. Let's do that. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away a hundred or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're 100% polarized. Um, And they also come in like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clipout listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R dot com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30 
day money back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it (laughs) it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread (laughs) i didn't make a sandwich with these I just had toast Which you love Because you have toast Almost every day I do It was the (laughs) best textured Bread of this sort That I've ever had And if you're doing the math It's zero to one grams Of net carbs Zero gram sugar And high in fiber So don't give up Being a breadhead. Hero Bread Is offering 10% Off your order Go to Hero.co And use code TCO At checkout That's TCO At H-E-R-O Dot C-O Checking in with the Peloton community. So uh, joining us today via Skype phone is Megan Redman. Hey, Megan, how's it going? Good. How are you guys? We're good. It's a rainy Monday here in St. Louis. Oh, it is beautiful here in Dayton, Ohio. It's like one of the first days in forever that it's been beautiful all day long so well enjoy i'm 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 looking out the window at the sun shining but i'm sure in about um five hours it'll be raining or something or snowing i don't know it's ohio so (laughs) i hate that we're taking your time away from the sunshine so we'll we'll move through this and then you can go outside be in the sun Uh, actually my husband took um, my kids to the park to kind of give me some quiet time for this interview so we can we can take as long as you want wow that's a good (laughs) husband right there here i'll I'll give you a little little tip um when we're done just don't tell them you're done for like an hour or so (laughs) that's a great idea i just sit around like the dog and i'll just sit here chill out i don't know maybe catch up on some netflix i don't know (laughs) how did you find peloton So, um, I guess it was in March of 2018, I overheard another mom, um, on my, from my daughter's soccer team, my oldest daughter's soccer team. She was talking about it and talking about this bike that her husband had been looking at and researching. And then he, he pulled the plug and went and bought it. And, um, I mean, I was talking to her a little bit more about it and I found it. I I was a cycler. I had used that for my twins are four. So like six, seven years I had cycled. Um, And so I kind of just did my own little research on it. I used the app for about a month on the bikes at the Y. Um, So I was on like the Kaiser bikes and I just stream it on my phone. And then finally in April of 2018 my father-in-law my birthday's april 5th and my husband's birthday's april 22nd and he always gets us big gifts and so for a combined gift he got us 
a Peloton bike. So I finally got it on April 24th. I think that was my first ride on the actual bike. Nice. What a wonderful gift. Yeah. And then. Oh, yeah, it was it was great. And what was what was going on in your fitness life at that time? So I've always been active. I played soccer and basketball growing up. I focused more on soccer going into high school, and then I played Division One soccer in college. Wow! Um, and and after I stopped playing in college, I came home. I met my husband. Um, you know, we did like the normal kind of you know like young twenty things. Like we went out all the time. We 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 would not party, but. We had a good time and I swore that I would never wake up at five o'clock in the morning for a workout again, because when I was in college, yeah, it was terrible. Like when I was in college for soccer, we had to wake up. We had, you know, two a days during the summer. We had to wake up on the mornings and get weighed in. And I mean, it was just constantly working out, somebody watching what we were doing, um, watching what we ate. So I just, I said, I'm not doing this anymore. So, um, I had my daughter in 2004, kind of got off the fitness track a little bit. Um, and then had got pregnant with my son in 2012 and, I gained like 80 pounds with him. It was terrible. Um, It was the worst pregnancy ever. So after I had him, I was like unhappy, overweight, tired all the time. So I was like, you know what? I gotta, I gotta make a change. So I got a Y membership um, with a bunch of girlfriends. We decided we're all going to go to the Y. And after a month, I was the only one still going. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was crazy. Like, and we did cycle class. I did the seven o'clock cycle class, um, which, you know, you had to get there, get your ticket, wait to make sure that you got the bike that you wanted or that you even got a bike. I'd have to put my kit, my, like, I'd have to get there hurry up and get a ticket, then put my son and my daughter in childcare and then hurry up and get back to the room. So it was just, it, it was, I loved it. I did it every morning. Um, but it was just a process every day. And then I lost weight was, was feeling pretty good and then got pregnant again. And it was a big surprise with twins. Whoa. Um, and I worked out the en- entire time I had, I was pregnant with them. Wow. Um, yeah, it was crazy. I was riding the bike three days before I had them. Wow. Um, it, wow. it was the best pregnancy ever. Um, I mean, I was checked frequently cause they're, they're mono dye. So they're identical twins and they share placenta. So I was constantly going and getting ultrasounds and they were taking my weight, their measurements, everything. I mean, it was very healthy. Um, I, I had a doctor overlooking everything, but they're like, yeah, keep on working out. And it made my pregnancy so much easier. So I had them and then about six, seven weeks after I had them, I started back up again. And I mean, I just, I've, I've always made it a priority because once you feel better, then you can take care of everybody else. That's always been kind of my motto. Boy, that's the truth. Yeah. It's really, it's really a game changer, but I mean, to see those pregnancies back to back like that and how differently you felt, I mean, I feel like that 
that really says a lot for how much exercise can help even even because you don't feel like exercising when you're pregnant. <laughs> oh, no. And definitely with my son, like gaining all that weight, I was just miserable with him. Like I had to have an emergency C-section and then I had difficulty in the hospital, had a, a prolonged stay in the hospital. Then I got home and he he was just a terrible baby. Um, I, 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 I feel bad. And he's the only boy. Um, but he's just always been like, I, I'm like, you always, I've always had issues with you. Like since he didn't want to come out when they were doing a C-section, he didn't want to come out and was like pushing himself up. And so the doctor like had to get on my stomach and push him out. I mean, oh it was crazy. God. And then with the twins, it was like, it was totally different. Like exercising was a total game changer. Like I was doing, I was lifting weights, um, doing squats. Like I had a um, member who I know, it came up to me and he's like, yeah, you're going to have to stop doing those squats. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, yeah, we're all scared that you're going to have those babies Yeah, like, when you're squatting down with those weights. <laughs> I'm like, well, you've made this really awkward for right. me. Yeah. Yeah. So, you should have been, been like, oh, I'm, what, I'm sorry, am I crowning? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I was like, I can't, I... I never somebody's never said that to me before so that was a little weird but okay I will take that I will take that advice and when I'm ready to stop doing it I you'll be the first that I will let know so. good for you <laughs> you know I was thinking Crystal when you said that like oh you don't feel like exercising when you're pregnant maybe that's my problem <laughs> you're pregnant I'm pregnant <laughs> I've been that pregnant. Would, that would be a good one, Tom. Yeah, I've been pregnant for forty-eight years. <laughs> my my son, who is seven, just asked me. You know, kids ask the most random things. He just asked me. We're watching Ice Age, and he said, "How do you? How can you tell the difference between a male elephant and a female elephant?" And I'm like, "What? What do you mean?" And he's like, "Well, how do you know who's the boy and who's the girl?" And I'm like. The boy has a wiener. I mean, <laughs> and he, I mean, he looked at me and he was like, "Oh, okay, like that's weird." Like, like he didn't realize that other species of animals have those differences too. But in, so, in his defense, in cartoons, the cartoon, they don't draw. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Maybe, maybe I should write a letter to um, yeah. you know, maybe hastily not. written email that's yeah. like, uh, "You need to." Find the difference between male yeah. and female for my kids. No, I, I, I don't. I don't think that you should. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, elephants have two trunks. Like the boy elephants have yeah. two trunks. Yeah. I, yeah. My first thought when you were like, "How do you tell the difference between the boy elephant and the, and the girl elephant?" is is it's easy. The girl elephant makes seventy percent of what the guy elephant does. <laughs> Tom. I, that's culture. Oh, you like, had to go there. I'm not lobbying for it. I'm just saying that's what occurs. Oh, Tom. <laughs> okay. So were you still working out at the Y when you got the Peloton then? I was. So so when I actually got the bike, I was still working out at the Y. And it was just like, I, I, I mean, I guess I'm kind of backtracking myself. So I got the bike in April. 
I did keep working out at the Y. So I would wake up in the morning, ride my Peloton, and then I would go lift weights at the Y. Um, or just, it was, it's like a getaway for the kids. Like they can go in the childcare and play. And then um, sometimes I would go run on the treadmill, but I have issues with running like balance. Um, so it was kind of working on that stuff. Um, but with the Peloton, it was, it was it, like I said, it's a total game changer for me having a traumatic brain injury. I, it's, it's not movement. Like, and I don't, I like on the, tre- on a treadmill and I would like a tread so bad, but I am not a runner. I never have been. And I know that sounds weird since I played soccer and call, I mean, I just, I'm not a runner and I have balance issues where when I was at the Y, I, I, I would run on the treadmill, but then I'd get embarrassed because I'd have to step off or it looked like I was running crooked or, um, I mean, it's just, it, it was just hard for me. So I started staying home more and using the Peloton. I got weights for home. Um, so now I, I haven't been to the Y in a couple months and just stayed mainly home and used the Peloton. So that's where it's been a big game changer for me. Like I don't have to go out of the house and I get really overwhelmed. The best way that I can describe it is I feel like I'm floating and, and looking down at myself. Um, it's like overstimulation, um, too many people talking at the same time. I hear every little noise in my left side since I can't hear out of my right side and my brain like tries to process it. So having the Peloton down in the basement, I can easily do that whenever I want to. If I need to take a break, I can take a break. I don't have to get embarrassed if people see me kind of sitting down or I'm getting lightheaded. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. You said it looks like you're running crooked. Like, so are are you? Like, I'm not trying to play semantics. I'm just, or are you running somehow that creates an appearance, but you're not really? My, like, my balance will be off. So I'm a little bit weaker on my right side. So if I try to focus on something when I'm running, I can keep my balance, but then I lose focus. Like if somebody moves and I see that in the corner of my eye, then it totally knocks me off balance. Gotcha. Does that that sound? Yeah. It's almost like equilibrium at that when you're running doesn't come naturally to you. And if you can't stay focused on it, you lose it. Yes, exactly. And that's, it's like being drunk all the time. Yes. I mean, that's like the best way to say, and I've said that before, like, it looks like I'm drunk. Like sometimes I'll just be walking and I will like, if the ground's not even, and maybe like if I'm walking on the grass or, um, on the soccer field, if the ground's not even, and I kind of just, there's like a little dip, I will completely like, it looks like I'm tumbling. Okay. Gotcha. So it's, it's just, it's just, it just comes with a brain injury. And it's one of the things that, um, I worked on for months after my accident with a PT and, um, OT is just to get that balance and, uh, my equilibrium and that feeling of dizziness to go away. So, um, if we can ask what was, what, what was the accident? If you don't mind. 
Oh, so yeah, I guess I should have probably t- we should have probably talked about that before I start talking about the accident and the things that happened. Oh, that's okay. Um, it builds so, suspense. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I'm building it up for you guys. Yeah. And here's the grand finale. Um, <laughs> so in June 2017, I um, I coached soccer. Um, for a local club. I'm a coach and a trainer and we had tryouts all week. Um, and on that Friday after tryouts about 8 30, 8 45 at night, I went to dinner with a couple of the other coaches and, um, we had a couple drinks, which I don't even drink that much. I'm not like, I've never been that person that goes out and parties. I can tell you, honestly, I've probably only bought beer at the store a handful of times for myself or my husband. So we had a couple of drinks and then I got in my car and, um, got in an accident. I was in a single vehicle accident. They really don't know what happened, um, because there were no cars around. There was the, like the closest car was a mile back and they're the ones that called, um, the, um, fire department, the 911. And I, they said it looked like I overcorrected, like I swerved to miss something in the road and I overcorrected. And when I did that, I went a little bit too far. I hit the wall on the highway and I flipped my Tahoe seven times. And, um, you know, thank God those people were behind me and nobody else was injured, um, in the accident. Um, but when the emergency, when the fire department showed up on scene, um, they thought I was dead. Um, they, but they automatically called, uh, care flight, which is the, um, air rescue or air medic here in Dayton to the local trauma hospital. Um, they were on scene and when care flight got on scene, they were scared that I was dead too. Um, they said I was probably minutes from dying, but I was hanging upside down. They, they cut me out of there, loaded me into the helicopter. Um, they intubated me on the way there to the hospital. And then I, obviously I don't remember any of this, but they took me, um, they couldn't get me into surgery right away. Um, because I had too much swelling on my brain and I fractured my C2, C3, C4. I had a subluxation of my C6 and C7. I broke my collarbone. I had open fracture in my left arm, which, um, I have three plates in my left arm from that. I had, um, fractures and multiple bones in my face, um, two skull fractures, I had scalp avulsions, which is basically I ripped my scalp off from from the car turning so many times and the glass kind of ripped it off. I mean, you could see my skull for a good four months. Whoa. Yeah, it was was bad. Um, And the worst was the traumatic brain injury. So when I first got to the hospital, I was on the ventilator for for almost a week. Um, But I had a tube in my head. They were going to put... They were going to put like a metal rod, I was told, in my head, but my ventricles and my brain were too swollen and they, or they couldn't find them. Um, so the tube was was draining all the fluid out of my brain or out of my head. Um, so after a week of being on life support, basically, I fought. I mean, I fucking fought for my life. And... Um, I stayed another, I was then transferred from ICU. I was transferred down to the trauma unit. 
Um, and then I stayed on the trauma unit for um, almost another month. And then I was released to go to a rehabilitation um, center here in Dayton, where they worked with me for um, almost a month um, trying to get me to, I had to relearn to do things, walking, putting my clothes on, um, all kinds of things. I talked with a slur for the first couple of months. Um, I couldn't see out of one of my, my right eye, all kinds of stuff, but I fought. So the worst thing was the traumatic brain injury and that I'm, I mean, I still deal with the after effects of that. But last year I had probably 15 surgeries on my head alone. Um, um, so I had a, a huge piece of my skull showing still and we couldn't get they 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 just tried and tried and tried they took I have skin grafts that they did to to try to cover it and we couldn't get it closed it finally closed but um I had a plastic surgeon who dealt with all of my head issues and he I call him Dr. McDreamy he's <laughs> Very good looking, like good looking to the point where every time I went into surgery last year, my husband would be like, did did you see what he had on? (laughs) I'm like, dude, settle down. (laughs) He's going to think you're kind of creepy. But I mean, he's I, I call him my angel because he's a perfectionist. I mean, he's a plastic surgeon, so he's a perfectionist and. Uh, he wanted to make me feel like my head looked the same again because it didn't look the same for a long time. Um, so I had um, skin expanders put into my skull, my scalp, um, which were filled weekly with saline, and it just expanded my skin, basically. Um, I look like Connie Conehead by the end of it. But then I had those taken out, and he just stretched that skin. And I, I mean, I have hair now, so... I mean, at at one point, I didn't have any hair on the top of my head. Or, I mean, I've had to shave my head so many times last year that it was crazy. So, it it was bad. Oh, my gosh. I just can't even imagine how you coped with any of that. (laughs) So, what... and how does it work? Like when you said that your skull was exposed, like what do they do to stop like to make the things like from the, getting it, you know, like dirt or something, you know what I mean? Dust infection or, prevention. And yeah. Like what do they do to, to prevent that? So I had to do, um, we, ha- we all had to learn how to do dressing changes. And in the end, I mean, I'm a, I'm a mom. I'm the, <laughs> I like having the upper hand on things and, um, doing like it's my way or, and that's it. Um, so I w- ended up being the one doing my, my dressing changes. And it was basically like, I would soak it in saline and then put the galls on my head and then tape it, cover it up. Um, finally, when it when we got enough skin over top of it to heal, I mean, it was still tender. There was a huge gash taken out of the my right side is where I had the the biggest piece of skull showing. But I wore hats like constantly. I mean, I kept it clean. I would have to change it, I guess, two to three times a day just to get make sure that it wasn't going to get infected or anything. Wow. You know, it's it's um, I find it fascinating that you have you have a brain injury, but that you could still teach yourself how to do the dressings. Yeah, like that. That's a really good point. Yes. 
I got I I got really lucky. I went into um, I mean I I saw so many doctors last year in the end of 2017 that I mean everything always runs together. But I remember going to my neurosurgeon and he walked in and just looked at me and he's like, "You're a miracle." Like there there's no explaining. Like he couldn't explain why I was sitting there. I got really lucky with the injuries that I had, um, especially the brain injury. Most people, and, and they say no brain injuries are the same. Um, so somebody else could have had this, you know, same thing happen to them and they might not have made it or they might not be able to do half of the things that I can do. So I, that's, I thank God every day that I can still do those things. I, I bet. I mean, Wow. Yeah. So um, are you as far along as you'll get? Is there more ground to gain? Do Is there a way to gauge? I, I don't know how that works. I don't know. I, you know, with a brain injury, that's the thing that I, I don't ever want to. I okay, okay. How can I put this? I don't ever. I don't like comparing myself now to how I used to be. I'm never going to be the same person that I used to be. I'm never going to be, be able to do the same things that I used to do. Um, and that's just, that's life. It's kind of like you have to, I had to grieve my, like losing my former self. I, it, it was like that person died a little bit and now I have to embrace the new person that I am. Um, you know, and unfortunately my family has had to do that too. My, my kids have to deal with having a new mom sometimes. Like I'm not the same mom that I used to be. I'm the same mom, but I'm not like I, 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 fly off the handle sometimes i can't take all the noise and with four kids you you know it's noisy yeah there's right. yeah right it's noisy and especially my twins my twins are four and it's insane sometimes and there's moments where i'm like oh my god i can't do this but that's why i'm here my my husband has to deal with having a new wife constantly and somebody the other day was like i bet he likes having a new wife every day and i'm like <laughs> He might. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not putting on any wigs or anything. But. Yeah. You went to too much work to not have to wear wigs. I wouldn't put wear one yeah, either. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I am never like, I am never gonna wear a wig. Yeah. Even even when I didn't have any hair, I had somebody offer to give me um, her wigs that she had when she went through. Um, chemo and i'm like yeah i don't i'm not, i'm just not a wig person like i don't want to put those on so <laughs> i mean it's it's been a process for everybody so so when you say that like he has a different wife or they have a different mom are there actual like personality changes or do you feel like it's more like the stress of what you've gone through has has caused you to change as a person I think that, I, I mean, I, I do think my personality has changed some. And I think that that happens with anybody who has gone through um, what I have gone through or had a brain injury. I mean, I can't describe it sometimes. Like, I there's moments where I don't want to be around people. Um, I don't want to be... I, I don't want to be the same person that I used to be. I don't. And that's just me mentally not wanting to do that because it just reminds me of 
the mistakes that I maybe made to get in that car accident. I mean, I, I had a couple drinks. Um, so, you know, that comes, that gets me all the time. It's kind of a process that you have to go to when you have a brain injury. Personality wise, I, I don't, I, I say all the time, have you ever seen the movie Jerry Maguire and his Jerry's girlfriend, Avery, where she tells him that she just doesn't have that, that button, that sympathy, and she doesn't cry over babies. And, you know, she, and then she punches him in the face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's me sometimes. Like, I, I just don't have that sympathy button anymore. Interesting. And I, I think it might be because of everything that I went through. I just, I don't feel, like, I hear, I see people complaining, like, oh, the OPP is the worst. <laughs> yeah. Like, I see people complain on there about, like, their pellet, their their boutique order didn't come in on time, or <laughs> it, it got held up, or... You know their their bike has a scratch on it, and I'm like, really? You have like, you have and, a very different perspective. Right. I I get that. Yeah, yeah, like a totally different perspective on things. So sometimes I think it makes it hard to relate to other people, and I mean that might come off as me thinking that I'm better than people, and I don't at all. It's just I don't want to listen to that like complaining and the small talk over things. Like there's more important things in life to to worry about. I personally don't think that that makes you feel that or seem that way. I I think I think that when you experience things that other people can't experience, it makes you different. And yeah, and it's it's it changes who you are fundamentally. And so you see the world through a different prism than who you what you saw before. And it's hard to relate to people who see it who can't see it through your prism like you it's almost isolating i think to- it totally is and that's one of the things with um you know like i'm going through is i feel like i isolate myself sometimes but and i'll feel bad about it but then i'm like no i'm not really like I, and i was like this before like i i i didn't i didn't like going out all the time i had four kids i'm, I'm taking care of my kids all the time but um i don't feel like i'm it does feel like I'm isolating myself, but I'm not. Do you, do, does that make sense? I mean, sometimes I can't. It doesn't make sense, but it does because I'm not isolating myself. But you're right. It does give me a different perspective on things. And for small issues, I'm like, really? Like, that's what you're going to complain about? <laughs> no, I, I I get that. I, I tend to do that. I haven't been through anything even close to what you've been through. and But, but I've had a different... <sighs> Upbringing than a lot of people that I'm around in my current life that that they don't they don't understand that some of the things that I've been through and and so that makes me feel like that it makes me feel like you're why are you worried about that you know yes exactly <laughs> but yeah. I but then at the same time I get hung up on things that other people find incredibly unimportant so I do it too <laughs> oh yes I was gonna say I do it too like I get irritated over shit and then I have to take a time out and I'm like. Did I really just lose my shit over <laughs> over that? Like there's water on the floor in the bathroom where there's towels stacked up? Like really? Or my daughter brushes her hair in my car and then I find hairs everywhere. I lose my <laughs> I lose my shit over it, but I'm like I, I just pulled one of your hairs out of my mouth. I don't, I don't want to do that. <laughs> but you know, but you know what I hope, I hope brings you a little bit of, uh, you know, 
comfort is that you, unlike a lot of people, are able to have some reflection, self-reflection and self-awareness that that is what you were doing. And so many people do not have that. (laughs) Oh, it's terrible, right? It's like a sickness, I feel like. It's just all around. And I... I see it so much and I, I hate saying because OPP like there's really a lot of good things on that page there and is. I've met some of the best people like that I call friends now from that page but then there's the people that I want to just I, I just want to I, I don't even know what I want to do like they drive me insane and, and I and you I want to make one of those those comments those snarky comments but then I'm like I can't do that because because then because sometimes people don't get your humor and so my i just resort to the funny gifts (laughs) (laughs) say it but then i also get caught i mean like i think people take those as being snarky too so i mean you can't you can't win with anybody these days well i mean tom tells me all the time like you 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 can't please everybody yeah. and it's 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 really difficult to uh, to adjust to but it is so true I always tell her uh, you're not popular till people don't like you <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can't be everybody's cup of tea I yeah. mean yeah you just gotta be um, you yeah some people aren't gonna like you and it's okay like I, I mean I have to tell my kids that too um, you know if they don't like you it's all right somebody yeah. else is going to come another friend will come along and it's their loss so you can't worry about it all the time absolutely has has the peloton community been there for you like as you've recovered yes i am um you've talked to a couple members of pmct mm-hmm. and i joined pmct last year i think it was right when i got the bike it was maybe in may okay um i joined and i've met some really great people in that group and who've really supported me um i love that group that they're the reason why i just did my thousandth ride today and that's one of the reasons why because I was I did some of those crazy ladders and challenges that they always have and congrats and, by the way yeah. a thousand is huge that's a lot yes oh uh, thank you I mean I'm like it is a lot and I've done rides anywhere and I know this is the big topic sometimes <laughs> I've done five minute rides. I've done 90 minute rides. I mean, I've done the whole slew of them. And, but the fact of the matter is, is I have walked my ass down to the basement a thousand times and clipped my shoes in a thousand times. And that's something to be proud of. And pedaled. Yeah. So I'm pretty proud of it. I don't usually do milestone things, but today I did it. But anyway, so I've gotten there um, just with the support of PMCT. um, And then I've also joined the Peloton data junkies. Like, I, I think I've been a member in that group for about two months now. And I really like that group just because of the... I just feel like the like you can talk in that group and be funny with each other. People, <laughs> yes, people people take jokes in there. It's a little bit more lighthearted than PMCT, which I love. But I think you have to have a like. I, I like the balance I have. I have the balance of having a group that's really into it, and then having a group that's kind of like laid back. You know, like it's like whatever. So I have found a lot of support in this community. I try not to post too much on OPP. 
Yeah, just I be, get that. We all, we it's, all it's, think it's, that. It's, <laughs> you just get ripped apart. And I've seen people post things. So I don't post an OPP at all. But that's why it's nice to have those other groups where you, you know, the smaller groups where you can get to know people a little bit better. And in case anybody doesn't know or doesn't remember some of our past guests, what does PMCT stand for? It's the Peloton Monthly Challenge Tribe. I mean, we have challenges each month and you can do the challenges. You don't have to do the challenges every month, but you, you know, you are required to give updates on how your, your goals are going for the month. Like this summer, my goals are a little bit more laid back just because I'm with my, I I mean, I have four kids at home. I didn't do the challenge this month just because it's a lot. Sometimes, you know, you got to keep up people. They put people on teams together, there's different chats going on. There's there's too much sometimes for me. So um, it's but it's nice to have that support there. So I can do something and then go in and post and say, hey, I'm doing this ride. If anybody wants to join me and you're, you're always going to find somebody who wants to hop on with you if you need that support. That's awesome. That's awesome. So do you feel like the Peloton has helped with your recovery? I do. I, I feel like it has helped a lot just because it's allowed me to still stay active. I did. So before my accident i i woke up every morning at like 4 45 and went and did it wasn't crossfit because he didn't like it being called a crossfit gym and i i'm somebody told me that's because you have to pay i was gonna say i I think it's because you have to license it yeah 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 Yeah, like i never knew that even when i went there because i went there for like four years and somebody that i was talking about this a couple months ago with somebody and they're like oh it's probably because he didn't want to have to pay to get the crossfit put on there yeah i'm like oh that makes a lot of sense now (laughs) Um, so i woke up every morning at 4 45 i went and worked out while everybody was sleeping still um but those exercises were more It wasn't like the barbell type CrossFit stuff, but we did a lot of dumbbell, um, heavy weights, um, things like that. And, you know, box jumps, all those things. Obviously, I can't do any of that stuff now. My balance is so bad sometimes that, that if I did a box jump, I'd probably bust my face open. Um, so the Peloton has given me the opportunity to still stay active. And then with all the beyond the rides, I, you know, I do all the core things. I do all the, um, 20 minute wait. It's just, there's such a slew of exercises and classes that you can choose from. Um, so what I usually do, like I'll do a warm up ride and then I'll do a 20 minute class, like weight class. And then I'll do a ride after that. So it's allowed me to still keep that like little system that I have, but not as, you know, as, as CrossFit-y. <laughs> it's not as CrossFit-y, but I'm still getting those exercises in. As store brand CrossFit-y. There you yes. go. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what's your leaderboard name? Uh, my leaderboard name is Twin Mom Plus Two. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> very, very original. Well, although it is, I will tell you, it's twin mom plus two, just the number two. And um, I have used that since I have used that hashtag since I had my girls. Aww. Um, so if like you click on that, like if you go on Instagram and you click on twin mom plus two, like you'll see all my pictures on there. So that's my leaderboard name. And that's my Instagram handle, too. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm glad that it's that that like I know that we've talked a lot about your brain injury and it would be probably easy 
to pick a leaderboard name that's based around that. But I'm glad that like you also kind of haven't let that become a focal point, even though I'm sure sometimes it's hard for it not to be that you have this. You, you're like, no, I got this other thing, you know? Yeah, it's it's um like with my my accident. I had a friend tell me that, you know, a, a couple months after my accident, like you were in this accident and it was horrible. And, 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 you know, you almost lost your life, but that does not define who you are. So, and it doesn't define me and, and my brain injury doesn't define me at all. Um, twin mom plus two, that defines me. Right. Um, and it would have been easy to find, like you're saying, it would have been easy to find like a TBI survivor you right. know, handle for, uh, for the Peloton, but that's just, that's not me. I just, I have a brain injury and I want people to be aware of brain injuries and what people with brain injuries go through, but I don't want to directly put the attention constantly on the brain injury. I think that's really smart yeah, and healthy. Absolutely. It's really healthy. It's like you have a brain injury, but you're not a brain injury. Yes, it yeah. does. It's not who I am. And I'm, I will be damned if I let it define who I am. So that's great. Yeah. It's kind of this attitude that you just have to have like, oh, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> you can bleep that out. Oh, wow. <laughs> We're not really that. Yeah, worried about that's it. too much work. <laughs> <laughs> and did you Tom, have any advice? Tom, you, oh, sorry. Tom, you need to get on the bike. Oh. <laughs> I, I just thought about this. My husband, who I we've been together for twenty years, never seen the guy work out in my life. He's like six four. He's the type that he's tall and skinny, and he always has been. But as he's gotten older, he's gained some weight. But he thinks he's still tall and like lanky and skinny, <laughs> um, and never worked out in his life. And when we got the bike, he 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 rode it a couple times, and then he was like, "Eh, this isn't my thing." But I finally got him to ride it, and he's on my, like today. He just did his like eighty. I think he's on ride 85 and he feels better. Like he sounds like he's dying down in the basement when he's doing it. <laughs> and he's, he's like, Ugh! like it's terrible. Like the kids are like, what is going on down there? But when he gets off and he comes back upstairs, he's like, I feel good. So Tom, you need to get on the bike. I think you would feel like that too. <laughs> Yeah, Tom. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, want to endanger my pregnancy. <laughs> it's, d- d- remember, it's okay to work out when you're pregnant. <laughs> yes, this is why we don't let Tom give doctor advice. Right. <laughs> Medical <laughs> advice. <laughs> just Is it easier to just Google it? <laughs> if he's giving out the Tom. advice, yes. Yes. <laughs> And speaking, I'm just gonna Google it. <laughs> and do you have any uh, advice for people who just got their bike? I do. Uh, you know, go. You could go on OPP if you get your, if you just got your bike. Go to OPP, but don't take it too seriously because you are gonna find the assholes on OPP. You're gonna find the people who are being just jerks. But um, find a tribe. Uh, there's so many of them now. My advice is find a smaller tribe that you can get to know the people. 
and, you know, kind of form relationships. And you don't have to go out. The best thing about the bike is you don't have to go out. Like, you don't have to be with these people all the time. If you can't ride a ride, you're just like, "Eh, I can't do it today. I mean, you're not driving to a fitness, a health club or anything. You're not letting that person down. If you can't do it, you can't do it. But find a tribe that you enjoy and you know just talk to the people if you can't find a tribe that you that you like just do the thing on your own i mean that's why you got the bike really right <laughs> absolutely that's a good point I, lo- I love that like so many people talk about the community but you also make a great point like you didn't get it to hang out with people just go ride it <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get it to hang out with people and i i would tell you um You've probably seen I've I've said it on OPP And it's been a kind of a joke That underpants float um, (laughs) Is is Michael Phelps Um, And I know him And he had the best quote ever Is he's like I don't want to put a face To any of you Like I don't want to meet anybody in real life (laughs) And you know he was being funny But it's true sometimes Like I, I enjoy being around people But I also like being by myself And around the quiet And that's the whole reason I got the Peloton bike Yeah it, So I don't have to see people in real life And I don't have to entertain anybody So it is It's 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 the, the greatest part Of the Peloton community <laughs> Is that you can keep if them at a distance if, if you want to Yeah if you yeah. don't want to go you don't have to go you don't have to, You don't have to give up stupid excuses Like you would if you're going out with your friends that, you know in real life An- Another spin on it is Spin see what I did there I did Yeah uh, is, I see what you did there <laughs> Speaking is, of things you have to license You can you can put as much into it as you want yeah. So you don't You don't have to be all in And you don't have to be all isolated and alone If you don't want to be You can choose Yes And that's what I love about um, PMCT Is that you know there's months Like I said like the summer months I'm not I'm not fully in You know all the way And I will fully admit that I am not I'm not updating every day On what I'm doing And that's totally okay As long as I post my required Number of posts for the month I'm good to go And the next month I might be all in And uh, and do every challenge that's out there Because there's I think right now There's there's a couple different challenges Because now it's moved to the tread And they've there's tread challenges There's like a small group of tread people But if I don't want to do it I don't have to do it And I don't have to give some lame excuse On why I don't want to do it It's just I don't want to do it Sorry Well that's awesome So uh, where can people find you on social media If you would like to be found uh, Maybe I don't want to be found Tom That's fine <laughs> then Tell them all to F off That's kind of what you just did <laughs> <laughs> no, I can be found on um, Instagram under twin mom plus underscore two. And then um, on Facebook, Megan Redman. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Yes, thank you. Uh, thank you guys so much. Thank you for telling your story and being so open about that and just being an awesome part of the community and making me laugh all the time. 
Uh, I try to. That's my way of dealing with things, too, is is humor. I well, know the feeling. Yeah. I, <laughs> if you can't tell, I'm kind of drawn to people who have that effect. So <laughs> you, have to, you have to laugh at yourself. It's one of the things with my accident. Like I've from the get go um, when I could fully like grasp what was going on, because there were a couple months where I a couple months after I didn't realize what happened. And um, I just had to have humor about it. Like. You know, we my my sister talks about what a bad dr- I've always been a bad driver. I mean, I was in a car accident like I wrecked my car like numerous times before this. But and and we we always I'm like the twins are better drivers than me. So you always have to find humor in it. Um, <laughs> always. I mean, and I have people that are like, I can't believe you're joking about that. Well, how else am I gonna? I mean. Yeah, you got to process. Ha- yeah, it's how how else are you going to get through things if you can't laugh at things? I don't I don't know what to do. So, agreed. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you again for doing this. Thank you guys so much. That was a story. I know. So, uh, first off, don't drink and drive. Yeah, ever ever. Yeah, even if it's only a drink or two. You know, it's just there's Uber. Absolutely, or Lyft if you prefer, or if you want to kick it old school. A taxi If you want to kick it Really old school A horse drawn carriage (laughs) It's also classy But seriously Yeah seriously Bad things can happen As this story can point out And uh, I guess we should Probably talk about the fact That like um, There are additional details To the story That like We weren't necessarily aware Of when we recorded Or we would have asked Some slightly different questions Yeah To kind of let her explain In her own words Megan is a good person Who has always volunteered And she would be the first one To tell you Not to drink and drive And she would also be the first one To tell you Tell your kids that She goes to high schools All the time And volunteers And tells her story About how one dumb decision Can jack up your whole life So don't do that Right So And um, that's something That she didn't say in yeah. the story, but we will say for her yes. that she goes around doing stuff like that because she wants to, not because she has to. Exactly. In all seriousness, we you know we were just trying to bring that full circle and just play it safe, kids. Exactly. So I guess that's it for this one. I think so. What do you have in store for people next week? Next week we have Monica Kalfer, otherwise known as Mika. Awesome. So uh, I guess until then, where can they find you? They can find me at Facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, on the bike, and of course the tread at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. If you would like to find the show, you can do so at Facebook.com slash The Clip Out. While you're there, like the page, join the group, and stay up to date on things Throughout the week So uh, also don't forget We're available On uh, Apple Podcasts If you want to go there And rate, review, and subscribe It helps us tremendously And we greatly appreciate it So uh, that's it for this one Thanks for tuning in And until next time Keep pedaling And running Set your sights